welcome to Podcast versus Player, episode 246. I'm one of your hosts, Callan, as always. I'm joined by a man who saw a man had died when he fell into a giant coffee cup. Didn't suffer, though. It was instant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bloody Dan. Hello. Hello. It is Wednesday, and you know what that means? Um, Ahsoka Day? Ahsoka Day. Ahsoka Recap Day, assuming that you've watched it. Yes. Yes. Um, but that's not what, what we're going to do that now. Uh, we're, 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 we're not going to do that neither. Exactly. <laughs> um, I've got some big, fat, juicy, leaky news. Oh, my lords. You mentioned yesterday, you were like, I've got a big thing um, for uh, the podcast tomorrow. Yeah. And I may have already been aware of it. So, about it on me, Big Daddy. So, um, Microsoft accidentally leaked their own internal emails. Oh, no, I am not aware of this. This should be good. Hold on. Let me just have a sip of my delicious bar cream soda, which the shop next door have just started selling, so well done to them. This week's episode bought by uh, the shop next door to Dan. No, it's not. What you buy? Five Fine. And their uh, brand new K669D microphone. There'll be a thing in the middle where it'll pop up and tell you all about it. Yeah, but we've actually been sponsored to talk about that. I want to get sponsored so that they send me more cans of cream soda for free. well on the next one take your laptop and we'll do it we'll do the episode in the shop say <laughs> 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 say see what they say yeah <laughs> we also need to get your laptop <laughs> i don't think you get your pc down there anyway we're, we're moving away from the the exciting stuff so the ongoing ftc case with microsoft and the ftc what, on the uh, blizzard yeah blizzard. just buying everything up left right and center um, they had to upload some documents and they uploaded the wrong documents and now they've been leaked. <laughs> um, so amongst other things, there was um, a new iteration uh, of a controller, um, a discless Series X console that looks like an, uh, an Amazon lady. Hmm. Like, looks, looks like a smart speaker. Um, some other interesting nitbits that aren't as interesting as what they were going to do before they bought Bethesda. Were they going to buy Sony? They were going to buy Nintendo. Well, No, they weren't. No. Because <laughs> trying to do that, I don't think even they've got the money to do that. Well, um, th- so basically this goes back um, as recent as 2020 while also discussing a potential purchase of TikTok. But t- no, that's it, like buying TikTok. It's a fad thing. Like in ten years, no one's going to be using fucking. I TikTok. assume that's why they haven't. Um, but it gets it go it goes into um, buying Nintendo, and this is these are direct quotes um, from Phil Spencer, um, yeah. where he labels uh, Nintendo as the prime gaming asset. I totally agree that Nintendo is the prime asset for us in gaming, and today gaming is our most likely path to consumer relevance, said Spencer. I've had numerous conversations about tight collaboration and feel if any US company would have a chance with Nintendo, we are probably in the best position. Um, So the unfortunate, again, quote from Phil Spencer, the unfortunate or fortunate for Nintendo situation is that Nintendo is sitting on a big pile of cash. They have a board of directors that until recently has not pushed for further increase in market growth or stock appreciation. Also, I'd like to point out, Nintendo has the highest market share of gaming. I don't know what you're talking that's about. What I, that's what I mean. It's like you can, you can, 
you can go into that conference room and you can try every which way. They are literally holding all of the yeah. cards. They don't need a fucking penny. No, from you. absolutely. I mean, their market capital is it's um, it is further on here. Forty-five billion. Normally, it takes twice as much to buy a company. So obviously, Microsoft could afford ninety, oh, 90 billion. But that would be that would be Microsoft, not Xbox. Yeah. Um, so Microsoft would have to write well, uh, big baby Microsoft a big fat check and they'd be like, we wouldn't see a return on that for, for years. 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the, like the gaming industry would die on its arse before there, we got to that point. There's no, there's no, like Nintendo will never sell, ever. No. They'll, run, and they'll again, run themselves I think, into the ground before that happens. <laughs> but there's a difference between like buying up publish, uh, buying up developers or publishers to be fair. Um, but buying your entire competition, like it's if you want to think about it realistically, there is only three real yeah. candidates. Yeah. You know, there's Sony, there's Nintendo, and there's Microsoft. Obviously, there are other players, but not they, within the position dogs. of being able to buy each yeah. other isn't a thing. If like if if uh, if you've got the FTC and you've got our government for a start saying, "Sorry, Microsoft, no, you can't buy Blizzard. this developer, this <laughs> publisher," because they're they're quite big, yeah. um, and you, you can't you're, you're taking up a bigger share than you probably should do. To say, hey, can we just buy up an entire competitor? They go absolutely not. Oh, like even if you could, even if they wanted to, I don't think that commerce it would go, allow it. It wouldn't go through. And, I don't think so. No. If, if anybody was in a position to do, not not in a position, but if anybody was going to do it, it would be Sony and Nintendo. The, I guess the two but Japanese it, I, giants. I, yeah, but it would be. I think it would be like a mutual partnership. That, that's what I mean. I yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Sony wouldn't be able to afford Nintendo anyway. But but Sony is that <coughs> their PC games are coming out now. Yeah, maybe maybe if the if the market is weakening in one direction, uh, weakening is probably the wrong word. But <clears throat> you know, they're letting down a few more guards. They're saying, well, maybe we start. You know, the PC market it's huge at the moment. It's only getting bigger. Um, you know, is are people moving away from a a console when you can just buy a PC and you've got. I don't think we'll ever be in that. I don't know, but if you think about it, it's not only everything that's being developed for PC now, but it's the entire catalogue of everything that's ever come out on PC will still work on it. Whereas if you buy a PlayStation Five, you might not be able to play every PlayStation game that you may have already owned or bought or whatever. Um, potentially, yeah, but it's just that plug and play nature. It's. Buying a console is, it's not a cheap experience, but it is easy. And hmm. you can you can get your nan into gaming, you can get fucking young kids into it, and aesthetically, it looks better under your telly than... The problem with it is, though, tower. <laughs> if, you, if you think the sort of like the, the top trumps mentality that a lot of people have got, it'll always be, you know, oh, well, yeah, but the Switch does this, and it's got extra points in this. Oh, but the PlayStation does this, it's got a better hardware. Oh, yeah, but Game Pass or whatever. But with PC, it's 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 not just the games that are available; it's the PC itself. So it's like, oh well, yeah, I've got this component, I've got this component, I've got this cooling system, and that looks cool, and people like that. That looks cool, mm. so they'll go out and buy the same sort of thing. So it's it's just the the building side of it itself, like building the machine, is a like, part I, of the culture. And like that's took a massive landslide over the last like ten years or so. Like a lot of people but, are buying pre-built nowadays. 
Uh, well, uh, but a lot of people are also because of the, the sort of the universal nature of all the components. It's like you don't need to have a basic understanding yeah. of soldering and electrical engineering like or whatever to. <laughs> to build a computer. You just you plug it in the slot, you plug it in the slot, and it turns on, and that's pretty much all you need it to do. But people will buy; they'll spend fifteen hundred quid to have this incredible PC. Mm. It looks amazing, and then they'll just play Fortnite on it. Yeah, <laughs> like they're not really using it, but it's because it's part of the culture. It's like it's the same with cars; like people will spend thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of pounds on cars and like upgrading and tweaking and body kits and whatever, and they use it to go to the shops. Yeah, or they go to their mates or whatever, and they all sort of stand around and go, "Oh, well, that you know that fan system's oh, that's really good," well, and then. They don't do anything with. It. They're not building a car to drive yeah, Formula it's, One it's, races it's with. It's for looks. It's not for anything other than looks, and it's a it's an expensive and stupid thing to do. I was asked by um, someone; it was their kid's birthday, and they're like, "I want to get, get him a PC. How much is? How much would it be to like replicate yours? Like, like everything? Like, so like the monitor, cameras, fucking everything." I was like, "Too much. Just buy him a PS5 because he's just gonna play Fortnite and Minecraft." So, <laughs> like. It's, it would be ridiculous to spend this kind of money on a child. It's fucking mm. stupid. Now, Unless it's surgery or something. Uh, no, I mean for a PC. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. <laughs> um, so let don't let them get the surgery and buy yourself a PC. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Cut corners. Gotcha. <laughs> and plus, with no kid around, you can play it all the time. All the time. <laughs> Great. But, Tan's top tip of the day: Let your child die in medical <laughs> conditions so you can use it to buy computer stuff. Well, no, but it's but they want it because they'll sit and they'll go, "I want that camera and I, I want the lights and I want this and I want that and I want." That. No, you don't. You, you're trying to copy your favorite YouTuber and fucking content creators self. That's what you're doing. You don't need yeah. any of this fucking stuff. And it's a status thing. It's yeah, all it is. and it's, that's the same with with your thingy for cars, like people want to be noticed going to the shop in this ridiculous car when they've just spent more money in fuel than they did on the contents of what they bought from the shop which is stupid um however what's worse about this little sneaky email thing is um do 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 where the bloody l is it so Again, a quote from Spencer. I don't think hostile action would be a good move, so we're playing the long game. But our Microsoft Board of Directors have seen the full write-up on Nintendo and Valve. And they are fully supportive on either if opportunity arises, as am I, said Spencer. At some point, getting Nintendo would be a career moment, and I honestly believe a good move for both companies. It's just... I, I dis- it gets I'm worse. sorry, but I completely it gets disagree. Worse. It's just taking a long time for Nintendo to see that their future exists off their own hardware exists off of their own hardware. So the fact that Phil Spencer knows better about the company than Nintendo does. But what gets worse is um, the email reveals reveals Microsoft board member Mason Morfitt, who is the president of investment company ValueAct, has been heavily heavily acquiring shares of Nintendo. Spencer suggests that this could create opportunities for Microsoft. As if he buys enough shares, he can, begin to, he, he can begin to try and influence Nintendo into looking more favorably at a possible acquisition by Microsoft. Mm. I assume that's since changed when Nintendo's lows were right. No more. <laughs> Stop selling these shares. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of Japan, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. That is. Like, that's, 
like this one thing to take a, a contract to a table and say we'll pay you x amount and we want the company the everything you own the, the whole the building the chairs you're in yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll own it all you name your price and we'll work it out and they go 50 billion or whatever but to say we'll just buy up every shred of the company that we can until we can start to force you into yeah. our decision making that i imagine that that is something that happens a it million times a day in the business world it just that's how you just sort of it's not like like you say it's not a hostile takeover it's not just sort of like going in and just brute forcing it and saying we're going to make you an offer so stupid you can't refuse it um because it would make all of you millionaires and we keep all your staff and everything would be great um and you would look like the bad guys if you refused it so i get that you know if you don't want to do that or you don't have the money to do that you know maybe you sort of go down sneakier routes Mm. But, uh, yeah, to try and influence, like, you know, Nintendo was one of the only survivors of, like, the original kind of, you know, gaming wars, if yeah, you want to think of it yeah. like that. You know, all the competition that was out there. Nintendo and, and Sega were the original Xbox and PlayStation. Hey, over the, over again, the PlayStation being the original PlayStation, but you know what I mean. No, but the, there was still a lot of other competition yeah, that was yeah, kind like of scrabbling for bits. Like, But, again, Atari was... They were mm. the biggest, and then you know that even they fell, yeah. and then Nintendo was the main survivor that's still around today, realistically, yeah. um, and doing very and, well as well. But that, that, that exactly my point is that they haven't squandered it. Now I'm still very much of the opinion that they don't do much with what they've got. They, you know, they it's I wouldn't say it's formulated because that mm. would be wrong. Like they they do new things, but they sensible. They're always, it's always around the same, you know, they go, well, everyone likes Mario and we've had Mario for 50 years and he hasn't let us down yet. So we'll just do Mario and we'll do, we'll do Zelda and we'll do Metroid and we'll do, you know, all these kind of staples. And that makes sense. And I get it. I just think that, you know, go, go for some bigger swings, do something different. You know, I mean, every time that they do a new Mario, they do a new Zelda, they're great. And I can't knock it. You can't go, well, yeah, but it's just another Zelda. But it's, but Look at every Zelda, other than probably like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. They're probably the most. Yeah, but they're similar. direct sequels, though. So exactly, yeah. But since that point, though, everything is different. It's a big yeah. jump or whatever. But it's all still based around that same thing. Which, again, you know, maybe a lot of others are doing as well. But they they have a lot more third party in, yeah. uh, sort of sort of filtering out like just their own uh, first party exclusives. But I would never. I would never want to go on Game Pass and be able to play Take all Mario. Mario games. <laughs> yeah. Like that would just be the weirdest thing. It's it, it would it would be so odd. This week's episode is brought to you by Fifine and their K sixty six nine D XLR microphone. K sixty six nine D is an excellent choice if you're upgrading from a USB microphone. You don't want to break the bank with an all metal body and grill at only thirty nine ninety nine. It offers tremendous sound and build quality at a really affordable price. Head to podcastversusplayer.com forward slash review to see more. Now, back to the podcast. Anyway, enough about your Microsofts and your Nintendos. It's a soaker day, Dan. It is. Um, we're all caught up. Episode 6. Um, and I'll say straight off the bat, Dan, I was very annoyed at the beginning. Because we're on about like the old stories that they, that they used to tell at the temple. And then he starts to tell the story. I was like, this better not be a fucking story episode where it's just telling us a random fucking story from the Jedi Archive. It didn't, luckily. But 
obviously at this point we only had three episodes left this one and then the next two and i honestly thought that this one was just gonna be a nothing episode like fuck off <laughs> see i i had, i had the opposite thought when he was saying like oh you know well, you know i've got like a an a the history of the galaxy mm. whatever sort of thing you know and she's like yeah okay well tell me one of those stories there and he goes right a long time ago in a galaxy far far away love that it's canon um, now um there was uh there was a, a jedi master called revan <laughs> no <laughs> and i was just like oh <laughs> i swear to god if you're dropping it in as like you know, sort of like a store, and then it's like, like a yeah. message comes in and it stops it or whatever. I just shit my pants. What if you just said um, that there was a, there was a Jedi called Re- Re- and then it cut off? Didn't even say Revan, so we didn't, we didn't even know. No, could have been. Don't 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 cheap out on it. Say it or don't. <laughs> but again, it's another episode, and she's not in it. I think it's going down the the Boba route where. But that, they... but that makes sense because that's not very interesting. <laughs> and like you know, comparatively, Mando and the story and the you know Luke and getting Ahsoka and like all of that, it's not placed in it, but it saved it. Yeah. Frankly, um, this like she's great. Like I don't like that last episode where it was like her and Hayden Christensen and like all that flashback stuff and the Clone Wars stuff. That was all. That's what, probably the best episode. What, what would you have had her done in this episode? Um, well, it's kind of what I was hoping that they do the last time, that they didn't just go, and here, they just arrive at, like, the planet where Thrawn and Ezra are. Like, they get just, like, they had to do a bit of planet hopping. Well, You know, they, they, they could know have just, you know... Go, but but well, that's my point. We... They just happened to get to the exact planet that they were oh, going no, to. Oh, they, no, they did, because that's what they was set up for. They had the coordinates and everything. So they could No, no, the, the bad guys did, so they, they would have to that's go there I mean, immediately. yeah. yeah. But but Ahsoka, he was, was just like, "Oh, we going the right way," and she's like, "I think so, no, or I hope so." so. Where we're going. Just but that's what I mean. Like, if, if it had arrived and gone, "Oh no no, I, I know the planet you're on about," but that's that's like halfway across the galaxy. They just the, the whales are like, "We'll take you some of the way," but you know, <laughs> you have to figure out the west, the rest on your own. You it's know, like fucking Pergaloo, but <laughs> exactly. But it's sort of like you know, it's like hitchhiking. They'd be like, "Well, we're going in that." We go to that galaxy, but we're not going to go to the exact fucking planet that you go that you want to go to. It was interesting that they said that th- like this this particular planet is where the Purgle go. Or it's what kept annoying me. I kept calling them space whales. They're called Purgles. <laughs> Use the fucking name. You made the name. <laughs> like, but it's where they go to die. So does that mean yeah. that if they're taking Ahsoka there, then they're just going to mill about and die? No, I think they just go in there because she's asked them to take them there. And then they'll fall but, off. But what I didn't understand from that, and which, again, it might be explained, I don't know, but they said that, you know, the, uh, the Dathomirian, or uh, Dathom, whatever they're called. The Knights. Um, yeah. Like, their ancestors, you know, they learned to tame the Purgles, and, you know, uh, they that's how they left that galaxy and came into yeah. the, the regular galaxy, which is, yeah, that's, that makes sense. But how would you do that if the only reason they were there is to die? Well, that, that brings me to another point, Dan. So, the stormtroopers that love that got <laughs> those weird, weird like cult stormtroopers. Well, crazy. I have a theory, Dan, and I don't know whether I should say it, but you kind of touched upon it. And well, we'll see if you've had the same thought based on. So, when they're packing up the ship ready to go 
the taint what looks like coffins see that's the th- yeah i i thought okay well what is that those don't just like look like your standard cargo mm. containers they they look like they're uh either uh like life pods yeah. or yeah like storage like yeah. cryo storage or something like that it didn't just look like oh this one's got pasta in it and that one's got guns in it <laughs> and that one's got batteries like you know the big store storage cargo you know they're, they're in like giant square easy yeah. to stack yeah. i imagine yeah they very much look like there's people in there. Yeah. And they t- they kind of touched on it a little bit in the episode. Like, they mentioned it a couple of times. And then he's on about, like, a borrowing the power. Um, his forces have dwindled since they've been here. He hasn't got as many people that he used to have. I've got a feeling they're dead. And the Night Sisters are bringing them back to life. Potentially, that could be what they did with the Purgles. Which is how they were managed to control them. Okay. That's, so, so they didn't that... they didn't tame them in the same way that Ezra would. But yeah. it's a now it's a dead whale. Use their fucking night sister dark magic to bring it reanimate it, bring it back to life, and then can control where they're going. Yeah, I mean that that would be perfectly plausible. If they, if that's what they said, they go, Oh, they got the, the power to reanimate the dead. Yeah. Sure. Which I mean I also like the fact that the rings of that planet are just dead purgle bones yeah <laughs> brilliant i love that i think aesthetically is a really cool yeah not very star warsy place but like in a good in a, a good giant way. floating whale graveyard yeah yeah <laughs> it seems like more like the lion king or something but like, <laughs> um i like the little cool ninja turtle crab things <laughs> i couldn't tell how much of that was cg and how much of that was like model work I, like practical work they, they were really really well done i think the like when you first see them and then the weird fucking horse slash dog slash duck slash platypus thing it, it's like a platypus me. dog yeah it's so uh, weird <laughs> horse thing love that I think I liked it, but originally because I, I was eating. It's better than a fucking blur. I'll tell you that. Well, I, I was um, I was having my dinner at the time, and and I missed it because I was looking at my plate because I had gravy, and I was like, I don't want to get. I had this on. I was like, I don't want to get fucking dinner all over. So, <laughs> um, and uh, so I went, oh, loth wolf, and I went, ah, oh, fucking cool, but I didn't see it, and then we saw that thing, and I went, that's not a fucking loth wolf. <laughs> no, they're big and white and. Well, like normal wolves, she, she said there was like when um, it was like also they're in a over. different galaxy exactly this is why I was like but Ezra's there so potentially what he brought 1500 of them yeah, with Loth, him yeah like... Loth, um, Lothwolves can travel through the force in Rebels but then why would they be Empire horses mm-hmm Anyway, sure, Zoe. It, it wasn't. A, it wasn't one anyway. But um, I think that one was a CGI, and he's like, man, and he like goes into his shell. But then when they're in the little village thing, and you had the little like baby one in a hammer, that was that yeah, was one hundred percent practical. That was. You could definitely yeah, the, tell. The, they look. They look great. Like again, for a TV show, like there's not a fucking there's not a bad effect in this nah. at all. I mean, there was a couple like when. Um, uh, oh god, I forgot his name. Oh my days, what's his name? Um, slightly evil, dark Jedi. Guy. Ray Stevenson. Yeah, but uh, his character. Oh, uh, Balin. Balin. 
Um, when they're riding out, that was quite shit. The CG looked real bad on that. The the close up did the top down was all right. Like as they're so running Sabine away from looked that all right. castle thing. Like when Sabine was riding, yeah. it wasn't too bad at all. But for some reason, that shot of them pair coming towards you didn't look didn't look good at all. Um, but again, it was still a. If everything else was ten out of ten, that was a six out of ten shot. <laughs> it still didn't look yeah. awful. Um, but I think in in terms of an episode, I I liked it. Again, we had another reasonably long one, but we've only got two episodes left, and it doesn't feel like we've got any. I know, like obviously, big spoilers for episode six of Ahsoka, but obviously we've got Ezra now. We've got Thrawn now. Um, obviously, Balin's been given the the task to if he, if she finds Ezra. To fucking kill them both. That's obviously not going to happen. But <laughs> no, but I, I, because that character, like Ray Stevenson's character, I really liked him from the outset. Like he looks like just this unit, this absolute machine. Um, but he's kind of he's growing on me more mm. now because he's not like a Sith wanker who's just sort of like shut up, apprentice. You do what I tell yeah. you. And he's not like oh my god, it's save all the whales or whatever. He's he just seems like. He's an opportunist. Like, you know, they're called mercenaries. I'm pretty sure we said that at some point. It was like, you know, they just seem like they're in it for the money. Yeah. So, again, that's fine. They're just force sensitive, but they're not following like a religious code. They're just sort of going, we'll do what we do to get by. Sure. Um, but he seems like he's actually like a, a mentor, like he's teaching her, not just sort yeah. of like, oh my God, you, you fucked up or whatever. Um, and again, it's kind of like, it kind of harkens back to like when. Uh, in the in the previous episode, when Ahsoka like when it's the flashback of her in the Clone Wars, yeah. and like she's making decisions like in battle, and she's like clearly a kid, and she's way overhead, and she's like she says like this isn't why I joined the Jedi. Yeah, it's not to be a battle battlefield leader or whatever. And it just it's it's nice to see him just sort of like she's like oh you know why are you you know what's wrong, and he's just sort of like he explains like he talks about himself, yeah. and he, like you know he's like. I've got I've got plans for us here. You know we can do good things. Whatever that is, well, you... um, I'm, I'm more interested in that yeah. than the whole Night Sisters Thrawn return. Whatever. Again, what are you going to do with one Star Destroyer, mate? Shut up. The problem is, well, I know it's the Chimera, isn't it? That's the ship that he personally customised. Yeah, we've never seen it in this before. That's what it will be. It'll be the Chimera, which is like better than a Star Destroyer. Is it better than the entire Rebellion? Well, not even the rebellion anymore. Like I mean, the new Galactic Order. I would say so. He says that he goes. He can't go. Well, I don't want to send more than two squads after these Jedi because I haven't got enough troops. But you're going to come over and conquer the galaxy. Yeah, of course you are, mate. Yeah, but what's the rebellion going to do? They can't even fucking keep fucking Sanjula in line. So, <laughs> and yeah, but they've got plenty of and, ships. And, and when they've um, had problems in the other shows, Mando's had to go and save them. So. <laughs> But the only the only thing I think is is like if he could just if he showed up and then put out the call to arms all those people that were always just sort of like yes I oh I renounce the empire definitely are oh, the empire boo yeah. they'd be like Thrawn's back yeah get me that grey uniform back on yeah, let's do it ship immediately but the the negative to that is you've got potentially you've got Ahsoka Ezra Sabine is supposedly force fucking sensitive now Luke's fucking milling about. Um... Who else we got? Obviously, Mando, I do, I guess. Boba Cal. Fett. Uh, like you get, we've got everyone else who's been in a show and people like like Carl Kestis who hasn't been in, but it's only a matter of time. Mm. 
they wouldn't stand a fucking chance. <laughs> they struggled in the movies and then they had one Jedi. So <laughs> <laughs> you got all of these other ones, one of them being of um of Shigrogu being of a species that is the most force sensitive species on in the entire galaxy. And he's you know, he's only a baby, so he's only got powers to grow and grow and grow. So Thrawn don't stand a fucking chance. However, Thrawn was excellent. I still don't think he looks good enough. I I agree that from here up, <laughs> yeah, perfect. Like the blue skin, the eyes, like the way he spoke. I think he still he was a bit too. I think he spoke a bit too fast in places, but he still had like a thought know. behind well, no, everything he was saying. It is him from Rebels. That's who voices him in Rebels. But, well, then that's perfect, yeah. absolutely perfect. Then, Mister Mickelson. But it, from the from the sort of shoulders down. Like he, he was still kind of like quite a tall, imposing, yeah. slender kind of guy, and this guy, and I, yeah, I'm not calling it out again. His performance was fucking spot mm. on. Like again, in terms of like deliverance and stuff like that, I didn't realize. I just thought, oh, okay, well, this guy's mm. clearly been paying attention to whoever's so animated, it, like done the animated thing because he nailed it. Like he sounds makes sense, just like but... him, like fucking yeah, sure exactly, it's the same yeah. guy. <laughs> But then I don't understand why they didn't do that with, like, the fucking Grand Inquisitor fella. No idea. I don't know what he looks like, though. I don't know who, who voices the Doesn't matter. It's, it's all prosthetics. Just make his head a foot taller and just cover him in That was the biggest whatever. problem with him, was the fact that they, they made him look like Dingy from Red Dwarf. And <laughs> Crichton, <laughs> yeah. But, like... Crichton and Fester. But it, it's the same as... It's the same with Thrawn. He's in the show. I, don't, I know nobody exists that looks like that. He's got a very slender face, but he's quite tall. And but he's also got he's got that kind of like you know sort of hourglassy mm. kind of you know he's quite sort of top. He's not like a he's not a shredded unit. No. He's you know he's just he's a he's a strategist. You know he's brilliant. And um, and this guy, but I, I imagine that they they couldn't go to this guy and say, do you want to work out for six months for this <laughs> three episodes? And he's like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> like, I'll come in and I'll I'll nail it. But if I I think if I was the cinematographer. I'd have had like all those build-up shots where he's like walking from behind, you get the boots, you get the stupid trousers yeah. that he's wearing, and then you just keep it sort of neck up from that point onwards. But that—that's what because like that that profile of you, I was just sort of like, oof. That, that's that's the only bit that did, and I fully agree. And again, no no disrespect to uh, I can't remember. No, not at all. Again, like I I hope that he even if they said, can you try and lose a bit of weight? You went absolutely fucking not. Like this is what I look like. If you want me in it, you get me. I'm not going to go in. Do a Henry Cavill workout six times oh, a week. Oh, no, definitely just to... not. No. And, nah. But what ruins it is Thrawn is all about... So he's not... He's menacing in the same way that Ray Stevenson's character is, where he doesn't he doesn't raise his voice or anything else. He's, he's cool, he's calculated. And I'd say he's probably more menacing in this, just because you get to see a bit more emotion in the eyes and stuff when, he, when he's talking. But it's like his uniform doesn't fit him. And that's mm. not Thrawn. And I would prefer if they just made the costume way bigger, and so it was dead baggy, because he's been stranded on this fucking planet. So he's a little bit of math, like he, he's lost a lot of weight and and stuff like that. And just do it, kind of do it that way. I don't know, but mm. the the only thing that ruined it was like the physique, and that shouldn't matter. But for somebody like Thrawn, where it is such, he hasn't got anything else. He's only got his his imposing. Nature, like you can have Anna, mm. you can have fucking Darth Vader show up in fucking flip flops. Makes no fucking difference because he'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Um, but to the point of, like, even the Night Sisters listen to him. He can't do anything to them. At most, he could shoot them, but... Try to. Yeah, they'll take him out. I don't know who, the, like, the Gold Storm... Like, the Stormtrooper, like, the Japanese mask. It's... The mask itself is looks very reminiscent of, like, the, the Night System masks that they... they War in the legend, so it could have, but that, it could have something that, to do that's with it. what I get the sense of. Like they've they've kind of come to blows over the years, or whatever, and they kind of piece their armor back mm. together with like just shit that they can find. Well, that's what they do in in old Japanese folklore, isn't it? Just to, to yeah, show, they just to, to show it's been repaired rather than trying. Yeah, to make it's it look like um, like when they break uh, like a teapot or something yeah. like that, and then you you fix it with gold, and yeah. it's the, it's the same, but it's it's. It looks, it looks way better. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing they did with Kylo Ren's fucking helmet. Yeah, and they just use that red pieced stuff. it back together. Yeah, but these look way scarier. <laughs> and also the fact that when they they're putting Sabine on that dog platypus horse thing, and they just sort of like, here's your supplies, here's your map, here your guns back. Die well. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like you're not coming back, so we'll see you later. Also, the I tell you what, the only I, I genuinely I think that is probably my favorite episode which i'm annoyed about because again it's not about ahsoka yeah so the best ahsoka one is the one before but possibly the best episode so far is this one mainly because like ray stevenson and like his apprentice Every like was in it i kind of i dig their their chemistry and i think he's really good and again he looks very pat and that beard's incredible yeah. and like he looks like he would just tear you apart with little to no effort <laughs> and like she's really good but not like in a sort of like weird sith sort of weaselly kind of like you know oh she'll stab him in the back one day I still can't figure out like she's got very like starey eyes and I don't know if that's the actress or if that's just what the, the it's something the character I assume does. it's that you know they, they try and be creepy but not like Sith creepy but that's where, what I mean I, it's that weird in between where it's just like it's kind of menacing but it's also a bit weird <laughs> but it's like her and Sabine just have loads of staring yeah. competitions where they just but I, I just in my brain, I'm just sort of like one of them is just waiting for one of them to just yeah. do that, and then they'll just start scrapping again. Um, but I thought I thought both of them were great. Um, again, a bit underused, but it's not yeah. their episode really, so that's totally fine. Um, I thought Thrawn was great. Um, again, now that I know that it's like he's the guy who voiced him, because that that was literally the one thing I was going to bring into this. Mm. I was like, this guy has paid so much attention to how this <laughs> character sounds, but. That totally makes sense. Yeah. And it's probably easier to get him in to do it rather than get someone who just can do a very good impression or, like, yeah. trying to replicate that kind of the way he talks. So I'm totally fine with that, and it works. Um, like, aesthetically, that's, that Star Destroyer looks hideous and, it. like, terrifying. It, and it just sort of, like, just lowers itself onto that spike so they can just walk out rather than just get a shuttle. They're like, no, no, no we'll just land on top of it. <laughs> Love it. Like, again, the Night Sisters look great. Mm. Like, um... This planet looks not barren, but is. Yeah, it's, it's just all sort of smoke and dust and not really interesting. And then there's like those little creatures that live in, like those little nomad creatures. Um, the little caravans they've got, like the big mm. shells. What are they from? Do you reckon? I think they just sort of like. I think they just sort of like travelers. But like, no, they no, just, but that's they what I mean. Budget together. Obviously, they live in like those big shells are what they live in. But what kind of creatures left them? Oh, I thought they were just metal. Like he was like he was like oh, hammering really a spike like or something into the. It's like a caravan sort of thing. Oh, I don't I don't remember that bit. It's like the gold caravan things because like there's one guy who's just like working on top of one. It's like putting an antenna into the top of it. I do not recall that. I'll take your word for it. But obviously mm. that bit there is where we we get to finally see live action Mister Ezra. 
Um, uh, he hasn't got blue hair. He's got, no. He's got black hair. And a beard. I'm fine with that. He would. Uh, it just it just did, did look like when I saw Sabine the first time, when I saw Ahsoka, when we saw Thrawn, when we saw all of these characters that have already had these like uh, these animated mm. versions of themselves before, he's the only one that I'm just sort of like, no, nah, you don't look like him. I thought at all he did so far. Maybe- I, I know that there will be a point where he'll put his outfit on and he'll shave his hair and he'll get rid of the beard or whatever. And he'll probably look exactly like him, and that's the part I'm waiting for. But if you'd have shown me a still of that and said, "Oh my god, look who that is," I'd have been like. I've no idea. I would have. Just some random, Main... some random guy in the fucking woods. Because that's exactly how I pictured it. Not exact, that, exactly that, obviously. <laughs> that's a stupid thing to say. But I imagine it with long hair and a beard. Because A, in TV and movies, that's how you signify how long time's been <laughs> for, for a man. Aged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but on top of that, do you remember in... Um, the What was the second new trilogy film I forgot um, I can never remember which order they are Force Awakens uh, The Last Jedi Rise of Skywalker no, that's the last one yeah, no, last yeah Rise is last yeah, yeah Last Jedi, last Jedi. Yeah, the and we one. had um, The Thief which was The Thief yeah you know when they go to the casino planet oh um, uh, Rose um, no the guy oh uh, no, yeah, 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 him. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was there was rumours that that was going to be Ezra. That was a rumour for a long time. Benicio del Toro is going to be Ezra. Yeah, that that was going to be Ezra in the cell. Which a, I was just like, well, that's fucking stupid because he's he's. Anyway, it's irrelevant. Um, but the very first, like, kind of concept art that was ever released was Ezra with long hair and a beard, and. Right since that that's what i've always put him as because he's going to be that's older. probably what yeah that's probably exactly what they've used as a basis yeah. for this then yeah because all they did they just took they, they basically just took um a shot from rebels where he's he's got a lightsaber and he's like on the side he's got long hair so it's from one of the earlier seasons and then mm-hmm. they put like a scar across one eye and then give him a beard <laughs> that's all they did <laughs> <laughs> but that nah, i think it was fine and i liked the he had the mannerisms down when he was a little bit, little bit cheeky. I'm not sure why, because he's been there for quite a long time. <laughs> I imagine he's, yeah, he's not exactly had much interaction no. with many people, to be fair. Um, and the only ones that he has, they've tried to kill him. But again, he's, we we don't know why he's separate, because I, I did think for a time he would have been working with Thrawn. Like they would have been working together to stay alive. Yeah, for um, sure. Obviously, clearly that wasn't the case. But I think I think he's going to be pretty good. I don't think he's the best casting. Um, I think obviously Sabine was perfect. I, I, in that I kind think, of thing, but, but I, yeah, I think that when he, you know, when he trims the hair a bit and he gets the saber out and he, he puts like an orange jumpsuit on or whatever, like they'll they'll use like a, a, a classic rebels yeah. costume. They'll put him in one of those or a modified version of it or whatever, um, and doing some flips and stuff and shooting someone with his lightsaber. As soon as they get that, I'll probably have a totally different mm. opinion on it. But it, they they had just like one scene where they just introduced him, and, and I'm surprised that's okay. they did. No, I I I would have been furious if after all this and we didn't get Ahsoka, we've been fannying around with um, Sabine on a horse talking to shoe people, <laughs> at, like rock yeah. people, sorry, and then they did a Force Awakens, 
and he's just there and then it just cuts to black <laughs> yeah. I'd be like oh you fucking wankers that's what I thought they were going to do as soon as as soon as it started panning like that I was like well here he is yeah. and I was I, I nearly I'm not joking I nearly went and have I got 30 seconds of this episode <laughs> left because this is it like so the fact that they had a bit of an interaction and stuff I, yeah I'm okay with that that was lovely and everything else but it's that 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 TV trope where he's like um, that was worth it because because it works right it did work, right? She's like, yeah. No, tell him what's happened. Tell him how you've got here and where you need to go now. <laughs> and then he's like, obviously uh, excited because he wants to, he's happy because he's going to be going home. You might not be, mate. <laughs> yeah, just say, well, I'll tell you what, there's only one way I can get home as far as I'm aware, and that's this gigantic hyperspace ring thing that I had to fly yeah. in here. So we either need to capture that or we're probably going to die here. Yeah. So do you want to mount up on this horse thing with me and we'll just rocket straight back and maybe together maybe we'll stand a chance at getting them all but probably not <laughs> not with like you've got two two force sensitive mercenaries you've got a fucking army of potentially dead stormtroopers that aren't going to feel pain if you do anything you've got three fucking night sisters gonna struggle i'll be honest <laughs> yeah unless he's like oh, but four, if he's sorry. gone like um if he's gone like oh well i've you know i've been here for years or whatever um, but I've been using that time to train. He's Luke on Dagobah. Yeah. He's you know he's just been he's been honing his skills. He's now he's better than he's ever been. Um, you know, and he could absolutely unload on these guys if he wanted to. Absolutely. I mean, but that could be the, the that could be the power that Balin sense. Nah. I've you know what I reckon that is I think they're going to retcon the prequels the sequels. So you know, in like Palpatine, um, the with Snoke, and they're going on about the power that's coming from the unknown regions and stuff. They sense a great power from the unknown regions. But I thought that was Ray. I thought that was the whole point. No, she's not in the unknown. It was regions. her. It was. It was her away. Well, she was just on some random fucking dust planet. I'm sure she was in the outer rim. No, the unknown regions is where. So. As of the end of Rebels, that's where we thought Thrawn and Ezra was, was in the Unknown Regions. Because that's where the Purgles went. Now right, they've okay. gone, it's this... It's not the Unknown Regions, it's a completely different galaxy. But right, right. I've got a feeling they're going to like retcon it slightly to make more sense. And they're going to use the power that's on this planet. To, what, create all the starships or what? Like some giant ancient factory or something. Well, it made more sense for where Palpatine then decides to fucking. Well, Exegol was still from. in that galaxy, though. That, that That's what I mean, but he's got to get his stuff from somewhere, hasn't he? Yeah, I guess. That's just a, that's just a random theory. I, don't I, I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. If they just said, well, we found out a way of, like, um, bringing all these stormtroopers back to dead as, like, slave labor, and he's like, well, I can use that to build yeah. 100 million starships, and then the Emperor's just taking over from that after. You know, Maybe it's made of purgle bones. <laughs> I, I can't imagine that you'd have like uh, ancient space whale bones that can travel faster than even hyperspeed <laughs> and not do something with that, like <laughs> because, jet armor or something like yeah. that. That's yeah, it's worthwhile. Um, the other negative to this, big big negative. Obviously, Ray Stevenson passed away before Ahsoka oh, started. Still, I'm annoyed more than anything now because I'm just like this guy not coming back. I, I'm absolutely I'm well, good. The only way they can, I can see them bringing him back is so he fights Ahsoka and Ezra, 
gets scarred or something, and then he starts wearing a, a helmet, and then they can just bring somebody back. I, I think I, I think that like they'll probably kill him. I, I think but... Disney or uh, um, LucasArts or whatever or Lucasfilm, sorry, they'd say it, that would be too disrespectful. No, like, we, we couldn't we couldn't just go. Oh, it's that same guy, but you can't see him now. Like they just be like, no, no, he just died. Like we'll 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 see Joe someone's face on to get the death kill or whatever, or you know he falls off a cliff or he kills himself yeah. to save his apprentice or whatever. You know that's. I, I just don't think they'll go. Oh, he's still around. He's just but he's. This is what I mean, though. They've only got two episodes to do it, and they've also got to do. They've got multiple other fucking characters. Uh, the, the only way I can see it playing out is is that, uh, Bale and Annie's apprentice they find the rock village thing with um ezra and sabine they have a have a fight ezra kills balin sabine manages to get one over on whatever i can't remember her name now they did say in this episode as well and i've forgotten it um and then they go back they have to face thrawn they ahsoka as sort of like she fucks up all the night sister uh, night mother's things and sort of wrecks some of thrawn's shit they steal a hyperspace ring they all go back and leave him there Nah. That's the only way I can see it planning out. Well, I've got. I've seen um, Filoni's got a Mandoverse film, and I can see Thrawn being the big bad of that. But again, you go. Well, he just found another purple. He, he tamed I mean, it. He had the, the, the Night Sisters had a, a horn that could call one in or something like. Literally anything you can think of. I reckon that. I reckon he'll get back without them, and they'll be stranded, and then us, they'll use the purple to get out, and it'll probably just be Ezra going. Fuck yeah, why didn't I do that? <laughs> I can actually talk to them. <laughs> yeah. But it, again, what's the point if they're only there and then they die immediately? Yeah, because like, the ones that are coming there on the regular, like you say, are going there to die. Whereas if these ones are just dropping her off and then fucking off again. Yeah. Um, I'll but... tell you what, though, the biggest issue I've got with this is Balin. Um, He's just seen, so he said to Sabine, he was like, "Look, you give me the map, I'll I'll, I'll take you, 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 know, yeah. you know, I'll help you meet Ezra or whatever." Um, I never got the impression from him, or at least he never said it, that he intended to go back on that promise. Whereas Thorne was like, "Yeah, yeah, you go off and meet Ezra," and then he's like, "Yeah, as soon as as soon as she meets him, kill him immediately," mm-hmm. and he goes, "Okay, fair enough." Well, no, because he has. Why did he not think? Well, if you're so quick to turn your back on that promise. And you're a maniac. Why would I go off and do that? Because you're probably just going to use that star destroyer to just shoot a million lasers at me. Well, no, kill me off he, as well. His goal was to get to the planet. He's always sensed that there was power on the planet. Oh, I'd reckon he was just sort of like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll use this as a reason to get there. Yeah, and he, then I don't think I'll, he I'll has any, that whole thing off. Yeah, I don't think he has any intention of leaving. But then, why would he even? He wouldn't even bother going after Ezra and Sabine. Why not? Just be? go right. It's just. Well, we don't. We don't his... know that he actually is. Yeah, he's just, that's a good point. I mean, I'd, I'd really appreciate direction. that if he just got the, the nod to say, "Yeah, yeah, just take some horses, dog horses, or whatever," and off you go. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, I'll get right on yeah. that." And he's like, "That's where I'm going. I just happen to be given a free pass out of the door, mm. and that's it. I'm okay now." Um, I'd I'd love it if they did cause, that because he says then he can just go off and do his own adventures. Also, I, I can't remember the exact wording of it, but he's basically that he can start. They can create something better for him and her there mm. because of the power that he, that he sensed but the, obviously they're not that far away, it's took Sabine like what, 10 minutes to find Ezra <laughs> and Thrawn hasn't been able to find him 
So <laughs> no, no. He said we'll give you all the intelligence as to where. Like he's pointed her in the right direction. Oh no, because he. Like, if he was, if he was genuinely interested in finding this guy, what else have they got to do there? They would literally just stalk that planet <laughs> until they found him and just shoot him from fruit shoot from the sky. But they just keep on blasting him until he's definitely dead. I, I was really annoyed because I thought it was going to be like the golden mask guy. When he comes, yeah, you assumed that that was you're going to be like, da da, it's me yeah. all along. I was, that's, yeah, that's what I've been brainwashed or whatever. And yeah. and then especially when it got to the platypus horse thing, and then he's just like, come child or whatever he says, and he sits, and I was like, Ezra can speak to animals, so probably fucking Ezra. That's really annoying. Luckily, it wasn't, but because <laughs> that would have been cheap as shit. To be fair, they probably did that on purpose. They were like, it's the old bait and switch. Oh yeah. Like, oh, this fancy guard, oh, the one that's dead close to him, whatever. Oh, Especially as like... his his helmet had like the red markings on his on his uh, helmet, which Ezra didn't have those, but he always had, um, like a clone trooper or a stormtrooper helmet, regard like whatever, always had some odd markings on it, so you knew yeah, it was yeah. Ezra. And I was like, man, I don't like this. And then <laughs> it wasn't. So <laughs> I didn't expect him to have, like gone a bit semi dark though. Now he's now he just looks like his uh, Ezra lives under a bridge. He looks like <laughs> that just that just popped into my head, and I was like, I can't wait for you to segue back into that. I've got to drop it in now. He still looked pretty sexy. I mean, yeah, I like those eyes were like clearly like some mad contacts. Oh yeah, like they definitely those eyes. But I mean, they've gone to that effort, but they didn't even give him blue hair. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, at least with, at least the has got like deep, very deep purple hair. Well, she had like orange and yellow and a bit of purple and. Obviously, she cut her hair off. It was different. Yeah, yeah, but it was. But yeah, it was, but it felt like the purple's a natural color, mm. and then she dyed it orange, yeah. and then that's just the roots underneath. That's why she's but, cut it off. Like properly. even when his uh, even when his head was shaved, it was blue. And for this, mm. just do that weird midnight blue that looks a bit black, but then in the light you can see the the blue. I'd be fine with that. But this just I've done that looks like by a mistake. Like when I had black hair, mm. I um I bought. Cosmic blue, yeah, <laughs> and it was like you couldn't again. You couldn't really tell this. It was like a very bright light on you, but it was as soon as you noticed it, or as soon as I pointed it out, which yeah. I rarely did. It was like, oh, that's very obviously <laughs> not actual black, <laughs> is it? That's that's definitely a dark, dark, dark blue. But again, but that would have been fine. I'd be mm. fine with that. But if you're gonna give him blue, like proper, uh, like because they were very like like a pearly blue in Rebels. Like they were very bright, like light. And then, if you're going to go to that effort, give him blue hair. I suppose then they'd have to give him a blue beard. Yeah, and Thor kind of ruined that for everybody. <laughs> but I, I think he's fine, and I liked him, and we didn't get to see a lot of him, obviously. But for what we did see, which was more than I expected, mm. uh, but I'm glad they did. Um, but looks like we've only got two episodes left, so no. I don't want to. I, I don't think. I don't think this is going to be a contained season. I think this is going to which be a. Which is good. And then they get a purple back, and then there's Zeb and there's Hera, and they're all back together, and then they go, "Oh no!" But now it's a new thing. It's a good point. We haven't seen Stay tuned for season two. I would imagine it's because he's a fully CG character. They want to use something like that sparingly because one, that means he has to interact with real people, which is blindingly obvious when it's not a real person talking to a real person. And two, it's very expensive. Keep him in a ship. Fly, flying around, do... and he just cuts to him, and he's like, Gamorads. <laughs> like, no, you can't back. ever have him say that. <laughs> oh, of course he will. No. I'm pretty sure he said it in Mando. It, but it's it's gross. Like, it's it's like when in the Justice League, when they got fucking 
sideboard to go booyah it's like oh god if you're not going to do it with a stupid mouth that's this big then you, you don't do it right you can't have that and then it's the Miles Dyson it's just sort of giving him a lecture about you know oh I'm so sorry I created you son or whatever and he's like oh, it's a meatball party <laughs> right you can't do it you just can't do it I mean, it might have made it a better film but <laughs> But I don't know. I mean, it's. I get what you're saying. Um, I mean, if anybody obviously could pull it off, Disney can, and they've got the money and the capabilities of doing it. But I think an easier thing would be. Obviously, he's he's a pilot now. He's not just a rebel. Um, got a badge and a fucking uniform and everything. Just keep him in a fucking X-wing. You could. Do, and then yeah. you, I mean, he was just sort of like behind a bar, like well, he sat there, wasn't he? And then mm. he fucked off in the back. But all you gotta do is just like just cut to him every now and again because he's not talking directly to someone he's just you know, flying around that'd be the easiest mm. way that's how I would do it if I was a, a lazy <laughs> so and so but um, now I'm, I'm just disappointed not, not disappointed I'm um, surprised because this this could be the only time we get all the rebel team together it, it, will, it will happen they will all be on screen except Kanan obviously um, they will all ghost. be on screen Want uh, you could actually, yeah, you could. Um, oh. But then, if that's the case, then that would be another reason for me to be like, okay, well then Ezra could have just been on this planet, Force Ghost training this whole fucking time. Maybe he, could, he, was. he could be the absolute hot shit by now. Maybe he was. But that's that's what I mean. Explain it away, rather than just he's just been sat with a bunch of nomad yeah. rocks for six years, whatever. Maybe they're all Jedi. Also, time is relative, right? Yeah. You travel to a different galaxy. There is no way that the same passage of time has affected you. He would either be exactly the same age when they arrived, or he could be 150,000 years older. Yes. He just ages really well, yeah? yeah. <laughs> I mean, I imagine he was the same age. Like, when he got there, he was the same age as when he left. But then he's been there for X amount of years. Yeah, but again, time is relative. Yeah, but that's trying to put, that's part, trying to put like, science onto... <laughs> They rode Fancy. a fucking whale together. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he maybe there's a way of he made biologically explaining it away. Little maybe. fucking medallions for crabs. <laughs> They're turtles. Then potato, potato. <laughs> Crustacean, crustato. <laughs> <laughs> but I, said, I wouldn't put too much. Like I say. No, no, I'm just, I'm like, for, like I said, movies and TV. The easiest way to show how long time has been for a, for a male bit character, or a bit older, or make them grey, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's obviously what they've done here. And I don't think they'll shave his head off. I think I think he'll shave his beard. Well, they cut they cut Sabine's hair down to standard size, so they did. They did. They'll tidy him up. I think he'll he'll come out of the bathroom and he'll be clean shaven and I hope they don't. Maybe. Yeah, me. I love a bearded man. But if if you want if you want that, you know they made a whole point of having a mural of exactly what they fucking look yeah. like in the animated show. There is no way that they will not have they they're gonna have not exactly Sabine what they with look the hair. Like. Kanan had eyes. <laughs> well, yeah, but you can't go. Who's that blind guy? In the back? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's six seasons of a show. I'm not gonna explain to you. <laughs> um, well, I I reckon when they get them all together, they'll be stood in front of that fucking mural. 
Probably, and yeah. Looking at each other, but, going, "Oh God!" Oh no, they'll like, those are the days. They'll, they'll be looking at it, and then they'll turn around, and then like Zeb will be where Zeb is, Ezra's where Ezra is, blah blah blah, and then the only one that's left will be Caden, which will just be the cartoon one. Yeah, yeah. Or you could put Ahsoka in there. Nah. <laughs> well, she's the sort of the Jedi. She knows yeah, what she's doing. Kaden. Character. I love Caden. Well, then he shouldn't have died. <laughs> I told him not to. He wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm more gutted about. I wish they never died. Because then we could have got Freddie Prince Jr. in. Who does look a lot like Caleb. But again, you just go, well, there's just the force is just not, he's not dead. No, he didn't want to come back. He, he was asked, he didn't want to. He said he was very happy with how he left. Like it was. Oh, there you go then. It, again, and it, if they didn't just go, do you want to come back and do this? And he went, no, I don't really, I don't think it'd be. Okay, well, fine, we'll find someone else then. No, it was, like it, that, they go. Okay, well, fine. We'll yeah. keep him. You know, but it, they seem to respect the the story that's been yeah played out so far. Yeah, because it wasn't uh, like he's not one of them that have from what I've read, where he's like, now nah, I'm past that now. It's Star Wars is for kids, but it's just like it's it takes away what happened. Like if you could just come back, and then there's, there's no. It's it's Superman. Yeah, you kill Superman, and then he comes back the next movie. Yeah. Well then, you just—it doesn't matter if he gets killed again because you just go. Well, they just, just come bring it back. Again, yeah, it? doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, it? Yeah. If you're gonna do it, then you've got to have to do it, and then he doesn't come back for fucking a long, long fucking time later, like they obviously they do in the comics. But um, no, I'm glad they didn't. It's just annoying because in terms of casting, obviously Freddie Prince Jr. voiced him, but he could very easily be a live-action Kanan physically mm. as well. That's annoying, but um, I'm. I'm loving it because it's just live action Rebels and I think that's why Ahsoka's taking a back seat to her own show because Filoni's gone I want to know a new season of Rebels and Disney's gone well no because you, you, we did it we did the final season and you go what can I do and they go you can do Ahsoka and you go okay Rebels she was in Rebels <laughs> for three minutes that's a decent enough segue I guess because that, that's all they've done it, it's it's just a... I know but I just I, I just Again, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm really enjoying it, and I'm liking all the rebel stuff that's in it. But I, I am gutted that it's she's taking a backseat because again, she was technically Darth Vader's apprentice. Yeah. Well, like that's a really interesting <laughs> character. I, but at the same time, I will say what we've had in Ahsoka is what we've already had in Clone Wars and Rebels. So we're not we're not learning anything new about her. But that's that's the problem I've got. Mm. Is that again? It's like it's a great representation of the Ahsoka that we've seen. And again, even the kid version is just sort of like she was that is perfect. Yeah, it's, it's like that's kind of exactly what I imagine mm. the live action sort of kids Ahsoka sort of running around in the Clone Wars would be. And then Hayden Christie again, he's coming and he's killing it as well. Um, just like all them kids. Also, like how many people <laughs> like get to like get a bit more of an extra lesson? from their master when they're not just sort of sat under a tree going, well, the thing about wisdom, you must all the petals fall from the trees. Ezra. You go, no, I'm going to fight you until you learn a lesson here. (laughs) Like fucking ride or die, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's just sort of like, no, I can teach you all through combat than I can through books. Thank you very much. But it it, it was, again, that was showed the kind of teacher that Anakin was. Like he was, he, he was military. And, it's a soldier, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and th- like I say, it's everything that they've done for Soka has been very, very good. But 
we're not learning anything new. And it's... I suppose they could go. Well, you had the tales of the Jedi. That's that's you. You got a childhood backstory thing. Yeah. Well, we're not going to go in and do that again. Like she killed that Inquisitor. Like it. She, you know, she bounced around and did all the sort of like Jedi undercover stuff. It's so more than capable. But it, it's it seems like they've just gone right. We need Mando can't be the bridge between the shows because he's never met any of these fucking rebels. <laughs> But Rosario Dawson, she's got experience of bridging the gap between multiple TV shows, so <laughs> Not, we'll get her in again. I don't mean that, but I've, I've only just literally realised that, yes, <laughs> they've already done that with, with one of her characters, with the mm-hmm. Marvel stuff. But but I mean, like, obviously, Mando you can't because he's never met. Maybe he may have met Sabine once upon a time. Oh, Unlikely. but It would be an absolute stretch. That's what I mean, that's a yeah. real long shot. But he has met, obviously, Bo-Katan, who has. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, whereas Ahsoka, she's already met all the Rebels crew. She already knows how they've been going. She already knows Thrawn. She's already met Mando. She knows about mm. So it makes sense to have her be that person that she's now the centre of this Mandoverse to, in order mm. to bring everyone together. But to do that, you need to move the folk. Once you're introduced, and you go, right, she knows Sabine, and she knows Hera. Um, this. Once they're introduced, she's going to get pushed to the side while these get brought forward, and I think that'll happen for the rest of this season, probably to the next one as well. I reckon. It's just it's it must be weird, like as 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 an actor or an actress. Easy money that you're cast in a show, <laughs> and you're the lead character, and your character's name is the name of the show, and you're the least seen person in it. I mean. I mean, I would love to see. There must be someone who's done the numbers already, but like you know, actual screen time. But I mean, I imagine that like that last episode probably bumped her numbers right up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. also, she was sharing that screen time with a kid who yeah. wasn't her. It's still the character, though, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, but if you go, if I'm getting paid per minute on screen, I'm getting ripped off it because like, <laughs> this is my show, right? And I'm not, I'm barely in it. I imagine it's like a salad. No, go, we'll give, we'll give you. Five no, I, I know. Again, that's a stupid exaggeration of it, but. If if you were, you know, so I know there's like certain actors and actresses that are sort of like, you know, well, I want my face to be, it needs yeah, to be in it at yeah. least every other scene or blah blah blah. You know, there's some yeah. awful contracts that they have written. But if I doubt, I doubt she would be like again to be a part of this. And you go, well, I can just be this character forever now. Yeah. I, like, I think as long as if you are, because she strikes you as someone that's a fan of the character. Maybe not necessarily a big Star Wars fan, but she's she's fallen in love with this character she's committed yeah, yeah definitely and, I, and again to commit to the fighting and the physical elements exactly. of it and stuff like that yeah. you, you can't just do that half-heartedly she, she's proper she seems to be like proper fully into it and i think if you are at that stage as long as the story makes sense and it's moving in a in a good positive direction you could probably miss four out of the eight episodes where you're not in it as long as it's progressing good and it's not mm. like boba fett where they just go Put Mando in it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all, but this yeah. ain't working. <laughs> get fucking so quick. Get Grogu back. Get Luke in it. It doesn't make any sense. Whereas this at least does. <laughs> yeah. Um, Even though the the episode that she gets all to herself, it's completely stolen by Hayden Christensen. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not joking. I think I. It's not just because like, oh my god, it's Anakin. What a cool appearance. It's the fact that he's just so comfortable but in it. That's the same as like, he upstaged though. her. 
Oh, and yeah, I'm just sort of like, yeah, but again, like you say, he's he's just come off the back of Obi Wan. He's uh, like he's won a lot of people's opinions, yeah, like yeah. sort of saying like, God, look at him! But now that he's got a chance to shine, he's got some decent stuff to do and things Imagine to say. Imagine if this was the Anakin we had in the prequels. I don't think this Anakin could have been in the prequels. Yeah. I, I was like, he's too terrifying. Well, he, he, they, he, I think we did talk about it last time, but when he was asked to come back for Obi-Wan, he went and watched all of the Clone Wars uh, like uh, cartoons and they base it off that Anakin, not his Anakin that actually started. Yeah, the one that's been fleshed out. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, but if it's it's the same as that, though. Like Obi-Wan as a show is not very good. The good bits are the bits with Vader. They're the best bits of, of the show. Better than It was better than uh, Barber Fett, but only marginally so. And I think until we get past that wow factor of this is a really fucking cool Anakin and he's very much like he was in the Clone Wars and it's cool to see a, a live representation of it and Hayden Christian looks real good for his fucking age and everything else. Mm-hmm. Until we get past that, I think he'll just upstage and that just that will just be the case. It's the same as like we could do this and then for whatever reason like the, the, they run back to the fucking Chimera and they're like, you'll never get away with this throne. And he's like, won't I? And then he just turns into Palpatine and they go, what the fuck? <laughs> like, even though it doesn't make sense, that'll just blow your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, just because it's cool seeing somebody from the movies interact with these TV characters. And I think it's just a cool thing and then until it, it goes away, because it's, I think it also helps that it's better than the Luke reveal. Because it's actually, it, it, because he's not all CGI and deep faked and stuff, it looks more real. Because it is, he's mm. he's there. Whereas we got this slightly off-looking young Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it's a bit weird. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know. Um, I I think this is the first time I can honestly say I like Hayden Christian as Anakin, and I've never said that before. <laughs> I, I I think he was. I think he was great in um oh no like that's what i mean like in the in these oh this like new yeah. iteration yeah 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 um yeah he, like he just seems to have just found his place and like people seem to be directing him right yeah. and they, they've written the right things for him but like just the uh like like the, the, just sort of the weird looks on like because again it's not as if it's like it's you and mcgregor and adrian christensen kind of coming back together after 10 years yeah. or whatever like Rosario Dawson, like they haven't got that history, like those actors exactly. haven't got that history, but she still played that character as like Anakin. Yeah. Like, what? But there's also sort of like, oh my god, it's Anakin. Mm. It's like, but it's not, it's not Vader. It's 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 the guy I remember, it's yeah, the guy it's that the I fought with, it's trained. the guy that trained me. Yeah. Um, I just think that it was difficult for her to have like, she's going up against Vader, like acting chops wise, like someone who's very comfortable in that character, um, whilst she's desperately trying to find screen time in her, <laughs> in own. her own show. <laughs> Imagine if Obi Wan, the Obi Wan show that they'd done, and he's only in three episodes. I mean, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> it wouldn't have made a difference it, to the show. It is just, it would have just, or Andor. And it's 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 all the people who know Andor, and it's all the mates who Andor had, but Andor's never in. Depending on how, again, it could work with something like that because you're not massively invested in Andor 
as a as a character until towards the end of it because you got you people know him from Rogue One, but he doesn't do a. There's a lot of the episodes of Andor where he doesn't do anything. He just talks very quietly about a plan that they're still not fucking acting on. <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna do this plan. When we're gonna do it? When though? <laughs> Go back to this guy eating cereal. <laughs> and but that's the thing. Imagine if that was that guy's show. Yeah, and that's all they showed of him. It's just <laughs> him getting told off by his mom and stalking a security officer. Yeah, but it, you'd have been like, "Oh, I don't want to watch the serial security nerd anymore." I mean, it sounds pretty awesome. I'll be honest, I like serial, but <laughs> but it, dependent on the context of it, it, it can work. So a show like Andor might even benefit from moving the focus off Andor and onto the the other people that he's working, which is with. fine. But then don't call it Andor. Call it New Rebels. Yeah. Call it something else. Call it you know anything other than just focus like that focuses on one thing. If the Mandalorian was called Grogu, um, <laughs> the Mandalorians, and it was just it was like six of them that were all sort of milling around doing bits and pieces, or whatever. You'd be like, well, I like that. I like that Mandalorian. So I wanna, yeah, I want to follow that. Want to follow that Mandalorian around. Or if you were going, oh, it's it's Mando, it's Pedro Pascal's Mando, um, but then the new series of The Mandalorian is this new creed that he's found, and it's all of them, and it's all their various stories. You'd be annoyed. Mm. You'd be like, well, then just have a separate creed of Mandalorian, or the Mandalore, and it's it's yeah. all the Mandalorians back on Mandalore, and it's Bo-Katan, well, it. it's all that, but it doesn't focus on him, so that's fine, because it's not his show. Yeah. If you name it after a person, you expect the show to focus on that person. I mean, it happened. And it, it the fact that it's Ahsoka, it's it's just not about her. I mean, I think this is the first episode that's. She was in it for like five minutes at the beginning. She's in it before the like. And then it goes da 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 da, da and then she's never in it. That's again. what I mean. Like this is the only one where they've done that. But but there's a few where she, it's still it's more about Sabine than it is about her. But that could also be introducing people that haven't watched Rebels to who this character is. And, and again, I'm absolutely fine with that, and I'm okay with using Ahsoka as a launch platform because she's shown up in Mando for the first time in live action. Yeah. And everyone who knows the Clone Wars and they've seen various other media where she's been a part of it, that's very exciting. But if you've never seen anything to do with the Clone Wars and that's the first time you've seen Ahsoka, it's like, oh my god, this is a cool Jedi, mm-hmm. like cutting people down in a forest or whatever, and she's. You know, she knows Grogu and blah, blah, blah. And then you could use that as a launch platform to get rid of Rebels. But then don't call it Ahsoka. Yeah. Call it something that's based around connecting that Rebels follow universe. Their mates. <laughs> Just, you know, Rebels. the Rebels. Call it Rebels. Yeah, because then it goes, well, it's like that other show called Rebels. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. right. That's why this show is exactly them. All about it. Call it Chopper. <laughs> Anyway. That's the one. That's the one thing that I'm just. Like, I'm glad he's only been in it three I times so far. It. I'm okay with that. I think it's just expensive. <laughs> but it's the same as the kids. Like I don't want that kid just showing up and saving the day or some he fucking will. shit like that. He will. It's a new generation. Absolutely of not. Twilight Jedi. So <laughs> he's got. He's got to be force sensitive. Well, they've already shown that he is. No, no, no. But I mean, like he's he's got to be because he'll be the new breed. And then Ezra will come back and Ezra will go, "Hey, Jason." Uh, your dad trained me, so I'm going to train you. Okay. And then he turns into a... Also, I'm, I'm still annoyed that that uh, 
like suit of armor, uh, Sith. Hmm. Nothing. Well, that's what makes me think like that he was raised from the dead. But because he was just like a <laughs> and that's what the stormtroopers will be. Yeah, maybe because he also had the voice modulated thing to talk. And so that's true. So is this other golden trooper the, guy? The face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So which makes it's possible. Yeah, so that's what I reckon. But then, how's he ended up here? Because no, not that nice. Because she's done that. I mean. Oh, I see. So that was her attempt at like making a. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I'd be okay with that. Makes sense to me, mm. and, I, and I'm the smartest person I know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, we're going to call it there because we have gone well over time, Daniel. Well over, but it's a pleasure as always. And if you want to see more, you can go to podcastvsplayer.com. It's all going along the bottom of the screen. We've got more podcast reviews, let's plays, and a ton of other things, um, including. This week's sponsor, which is Five Finds, uh, brand new K sixty six nine D microphone. Dan, see you on the next one. Indeed, and we'll see you on the next one.